Welcome back to Let's Try Roleplay. This is episode 2 of Weapon 26. I'm Henry, and I'm playing Uma Nakatima, the Twi'lek who's probably going to be hungover tomorrow. I'm Robin, and I'll be playing Luna Erebos, the runaway sharpshooter. I'm Connor, and I'll be playing Tokrin Reldagos, the blind as a Minoc, ex-Jedi. And I'm James, the Jedi Master. Prequilly. What? No, we are not doing that every time. <laughs> For at least the first three. Uh, no, no. Once. Prequilly. <laughs> the camera pans, bringing a sparse tundra planet into view. A small shuttle flies overhead. As the camera comes in closer, we see a base on the asteroid. I am going to be playing a character called Tokrin Rel Dagos. Greetings, uh, my name is Umanakatima. I play Luna Erebus. Hey pal, can I get three pints of Jawa juice? It just tastes like motor oil. Can I par through it and just keep drinking it? You can. And it's, it. You're not sure whether he's telling the truth and it is alcoholic or whether you are dying. He likes you. I like you as well. We hunt down wanted men. I'm sexy in 12 systems. <laughs> uh, Vassini introduces you to Carmela Zakarian. The, the Empire has many different areas within its control. Uh, one that we've been tracking recently the movements and actions of something called the Advanced Weapons Unit. They've said that they have several traitors on board and that they are holding them currently in the brig. We need to send you in with two of our spies. The mission is simple, we need you to get them in, smuggle the guys back to us. you guys have agreed to this mission. Yeah. The lieutenants that are with you will have more information on the briefing. You've not been given the extensive detail, like location, all that sort of stuff at the moment. They have that with them. Problem yeah. is, this is relatively time sensitive. You don't want them repairing their fucking thing or realising the Empire aren't responding them to, to them normally. Yeah. Because this has been a block transmission um, and relayed to the Rebellion. Because yeah, this yeah. scout is close enough to do so. You guys have been given 20 minutes to gear up and take the ship out. <laughs> I'm piloting a- drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a one-day hyper, hyper jump away, so you guys will have plenty of time to recover. You won't oh, be drunk when damn. you arrive. Fine. And the lieutenants will fill you in on the rest of the Won't I? Any questions you guys have, the lieutenants will answer them. Okay. At the end of the day, you are the same rank as them. You get to treat them as normal. Hmm. Uh, you two outrank them. Oh, yes. So, yeah. <laughs> again, you guys don't really care about your ranks, but they do mm. and yep. they will act as such and you guys are on point on this mission your job is to get them there and get them out you're basically responsible for their safety and they are fucking they like you guys you guys are well well known within this cell the rebellion as a whole probably not so much but these guys like you yeah you've probably interacted with Camilla before okay um so we so just before we leave her um, yeah. right just to get this clear in my head Take these two guys, get them on. They're going to interrogate the traitors yes. once we get there. Our job, get on, get them on the ship, go and have a look around, see what we can find out about this ship within one to two days. Let the lieutenants, the t- interrogators, what are they called, sorry? The, the loyalty officers. Loyalty officers, go around, mm. do their stuff, and then we get the traitors back to you guys. Yes, yes, of course. And, and as always, you know, don't worry about remembering the ranks and... 
and names all the circuit. At the end of the day, you guys are bounty hunters. The Imperials don't expect you to know their code. You know, act the way you always do. You guys have pulled this shit off a thousand times before. I feel like this one's a bit different. It's, it's, it's more important. Yeah. Right, guys, we go. I'm ready now. <laughs> In, stay two days, leave, steal some weapons. Got it. Let's go. <laughs> you guys leave, and for the audience, Commander turns, turns off the hollow projection, goes, Thank fuck, it's a day's hyperspace away. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we're walk, uh, walking up towards our ship then. Yeah. I'd like to be chugging a thing of water at this I point. No. <laughs> yeah, you guys stumble up, and then, like, Woody comes up down the ramp to you, goes, yeah, yeah, bud, uh, we've, we've been given a shiter in this one. Basically, ship's up and ready, we're, we're cool. Uh, what's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, we'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> His head spins around and then he swirls off. He might be older than me. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty old. Uh, the loyalty I'm officers, of course, are with you. Me. So you've got Ramos and Glad with you. I can't be asking the first names and I don't know. So they, yeah. uh, Ramos and Glad uh, walk up with you and they're like, uh, is there a, somewhere that we can uh, put some stuff? I'll show you to your rooms. You can bunk next to me. Oh, uh, right. Uh, this is Ramos talking. So, uh, th- thank you very much. No problem. Come on, Ramos. Uh, Come. Uh, Ramos goes with you and then Glad follows as well. I'll so show them to this. Ra- Ramos is, is sort of, I don't know. He's, he's got brown hair, very, just, very simple looking man. Um, he's a very like slight mustache. Um... It's almost a pedo mustache. <laughs> Somebody kind of pulls it off a little bit. It's weird. It's almost like when Nathan Fillion has one. Mm. Mm. As we're walking, I'm like, you know, almost, the mustache suits you. Mm. Glad is is a bit. He's so Ramos. You have the feeling that whatever makes him because these guys have they 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 pretend to be loyalty officers mm-hmm. a lot. Whatever <laughs> makes Ramos scary, you haven't seen it yet. What makes Glad scary? It's pretty fucking obvious. Glad is a weird name for him because he is bold, stern-looking, and hasn't spoken once since you guys talked to him, met him. You know I'm going to be talking to him then. <laughs> no, no, you can. You can. He just hasn't spoken yet. He he looks intimidating, is what I'm trying to get across. So, and I bet you're glad to be coming on this mission. Oh, good. <laughs> Opening line. <laughs> he looks at you and follows after Ramos. You've had that joke before, I suppose. You're talking to thin air, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if, if all the guys are up onto the ship now, uh, talking, I'll uh, go reach out, look back out of the ship one last time, and then close the doors. Oh and yes, then... sentimental wee bastards. Yeah. <laughs> well, the doors they they close up. So each within this ship, you each have your own sort of areas. Uh, Tokrin's room, you know, there's, there's actually several rooms, so there's enough for for, for Ramos and Glad to have their own room each. Uh, they're small, mm-hmm. but your guys are slightly bigger, like kind of like your average starting uni room sort of thing but a little bit bigger um yours is Tokrin is is quite close to the actual engine area so the, yeah. the engineering department effectively it's not that big a ship um Luna's is slightly closer to the piloting um f- f- from the cockpit and mine yours, was right next to the door yeah yours is sort of closer to the exit <laughs> we we did have a well I've got it on my laptop we yeah, have a floor plan and we'll post plan. the one that we're using yeah. um, I found it online so credit to whoever made it but I'll find out who um, they yeah we've, we've used the one that we found online it was quite cool because it was quite detailed so mm-hmm. um, and then there is also a storeroom that has some like 
where HK used to sort of stay, and his head is sat on a shelf in there. There's a cargo bay, which is quite Can large. I have HK, just like his head, just kind of, I was going to say my room, but that's a bit creepy. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. you were going to say, like, on the dashboard. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that. Well, you, you, it's, it's not like, but this, this, this storeroom, I, I believe you ac- use it to access, so you kind of go through this storeroom oh, yeah. to access the cockpit. Mm-hmm. So you kind of see him every day as you walk past. I can always keep him, like, polished and clean. Yeah. It's a very simple storeroom. He was quite happy just standing in the corner most of the time. Mm. Um, And Woody doesn't really have a room. He has sort of like, I don't know, a charging station. Do the droids need to charge? He has an off-port. He's probably around near uh, Tokrin's quarters because it's around all the machinery where he'd be needed. There's a a central ring similar to the Falcon. There's a central ring nearer to the uh, middle of the ship. Mm -hmm. He has like sort of a port near the engineering department that he can... It's like a... He accesses a port, a sheet goes up in the wall and he just goes into this little thing. Yeah. And it doesn't close with him in it, but it just... He just sits there out of the way a little bit if he needs to. Um, but he's quick access. Yeah. So, do you start up the ship? Mm, so we've got 20 minutes. Uh, Luna has made her way to... You, your 20 minutes are like coming to sort of close. You just need to... All right. You know you need to leave. You know you've got a day in hyperspace, which is time to rest and sort your shit out. But mm. you guys at this point are sort of just taking off. You're, you're approaching sort of 18 minutes now, sort of thing. Those tummy noises. That was a big tummy know. noise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah Tolkien will probably uh, sort of head off towards his quarters and sort of look back at Luna and say should we we get this baby started Mm, go downstairs I got this covered (laughs) Tolkien walks a few paces along towards his um, quarters and then sort of stops and turns back. <laughs> walks back <laughs> into the cockpit. So I'm like, you know, you know like when when you've you're drinking or you're a bit hungover, you're just kind of wanting to put your head down. And like mm-hmm. I'm kind of doing that because she knows the ship so well. She's just kind of like pressing all the right buttons and yeah, like turning yeah. things on and autopilot. Woody's, Woody's come into the cockpit and obviously he's 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 aiding a hand. The fact that you guys have the astromech within the guy eyes eyes of the rule helps you a little bit with um, hyperspace as well. Mm-hmm. But you basically. You can fly this. This ship requires a co-pilot most of the time. Um, you can fly without it. Um, is Woody my co-pilot? Woody can act as your co-pilot. Oh. One of the other two can also act as a co-pilot, but Woody. it requires their checks. I only want Woody. Okay, so if we're about to take off, can I walk up to the co-pilot seat and um, as we're just starting to take off, um, talking sort of scrunches up his face a little bit and reaches over and turns on the in-flight intelligence well, how would ah we... yes your, your how... ship's computer our ship's computer so kill you me. have a holocron from a past yeah. adventure from your starter thing kill me do you have a holocron Umar jumps that... Umar ejects himself from the airlock you have a holocron that, is, that had the intelligence of a, a very old and damaged in, uh, intelligence of a past guardian of a temple doesn't remember a lot of that stuff because his memory banks are broken a lot you've managed to save this holocron was dying and you've managed to save it by integrating it into the ship as a computer as you guys sit down a small hologram of a Syrian man Syrian not Syrian (laughs) stands downstairs before you and goes hello there oh fuck how are we today are we on a mission yep yep we got another one this is Barney Barney. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why? What is it this time? Right. Have we got a mission? Turn, right. turn him off. Just please, just turn him off. No, we, we got we got to let him know, otherwise Master he's just... Luna, Nuts. are you doing okay? Uh, uh, please make him stop. I, 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 turn I, I go, to, go to the volume switch and just turn it down slightly. <laughs> you see him continue to like make hand gestures and like he's talking and it, his mouth is massive when he talks. <laughs> he's, got, he's very old and he doesn't remember a lot. Short term, long term, whatever. He continues to sort of make motions but nothing's happening. You can't hear anything. Yeah. Um, so the ships, you, you're pressing buttons. The ship's engines come on and basically you, you just, you, you know, this effectively the way this is sort of set out is that the, it's not really a hangar. It's more... You guys have walked out onto this before you got onto the ship. Walked out onto this area that is like a, it's like a massive sort of square courtyardy kind of thing made of metal. Yeah. And above you is just space. Yep. You just look out into space, and you can see the shimmer of a blue force field that goes over the entire area. There's no risk of you hitting things. You just have to fly up, and you pass through the force field into space. Hey. Hey. I, okay. thought, I thought you were like, there's no risk of you hitting things. Now Pass, roll. Uh, okay. no, you yeah, hit the force no, field. No. Give, give me a piloting check. Sp- space piloting check with two difficulty. <sighs> yeah, not even test. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm going to give you two because you're myself. a bit drunk and it's taking off, which it shouldn't require a check at all. Space. El Spacio. Hey, uh, well, I got a super duper success star thing and two advantages fantastic right okay this is perfect landing you guys aren't even sure the ship's off the ground I should yet. fly more when I'm drunk like, no, that, that, that success don't drink drive. That, that, that's, that's the wrong way to speak about it <laughs> <laughs> that critical success is, is brilliant you even actually feel that being in control of the vehicle again is because you're concentrating on something is sobering you up slightly like you feel better than you did um but this is smooth, like maybe like um, uh, uh, like butter. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Ramos, Ramos comes in. It's like, are we taking off? Oh, oh shit! All right, okay. And you're already in space at this point. He's like, okay, this is gonna go well. Walks <laughs> <laughs> back out. Yeah, you guys are are in uh, into space, right? For terms of what we're gonna use, the rules say that to travel across the galaxy at hyperspace takes about three weeks. So you guys are t- traveling within a sector slash region of mm-hmm. the galaxy. Yep. Um, you guys, I'm not going to give you any modifiers for it, but who wants to make the for, for hyperspace? You guys have to make a calculation to do to get into hyperspace. You have to make the calculations to do it. It's a very complex sort of thing. Yep. Who wants to make the astrogation check to calculate your route to, in hyperspace? I've got two greens. Uh, astrogation. I've got I've four got greens. greens. Four greens. Right. Tokrin, would you like to make the astrogation check? Yes, I would. Can I it's just green? one purple. There's, you're not under duress, and the ship's not damaged, and you're, you've got an astromech, so you're happy. Uh, I, I look over to Luna briefly, see that she's sobering up a little bit, and then sort of nod and head off, like, you know, she's she's got this. You're uh, doing this in the cockpit. Oh, am I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll talk, sorry, turn around into another the part navi, of the cockpit. Well, you don't have... I don't know if you have a navi computer. I think you kind of do, but you've got your astromech. But the con- controls and everything to make these calculations are in the cockpit. Yeah, okay. So I've got... Four successes. Yep. Astro- uh, you, you make your calculations absolutely fine. You think it's going to take you sort of you know, 30 hours, say. You've okay. got 30 hours from now and, and uh, until you get there. Which point, Luna, um, Tokrin gives you the calculations. 
push forward on a lever mm -hmm. and the stars stream in front of you and the ship blasts into hyperspace. Hey. And you are now travelling okay. along your hyperspace route um, free to, you know, you get alerts and Woody will alert you to corrections and stuff you need to make but at the moment you guys are free for 30 hours to do as you want. We'll hear, we'll hear a scream from the cockpit like, guys! <laughs> guys! <laughs> as Woody turns Barney. back Bar Barney's volume back up. <laughs> like, That's when I told my grandkids I wasn't buying them any more Christmas presents. <laughs> Barney, you don't have grandkids. What? <laughs> oh, Master Omar, when oh. did you get <laughs> This, I'm, I'm like in bed in my room, but I can still hear him. And I'm just like, yeah. turn down, turn down the volume. I'm going. I've gone to bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So w briefly, what are you guys going to do in the time? Luna. I want to chat to these two boys who we've got on our yeah, yeah cool shippo yeah. Ramos and and Glad. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna. Sleep off the alcohol first of all, mm -hmm. and then I'll get up and I'll go and join whoever. Say so, right, kind of whoever. Start off with that. You got you're gonna have like twelve hours rest, let's say. Yeah, eight so, hours probably. Yeah, eight. Yeah. Well, eight, yeah, eight to twelve hours sort of yeah. thing. You you you're asleep for the first. Yeah, let's say eight hours. You're asleep for the first eight hours. So. You know, you maybe you rest for a couple of hours, Luna, and then yeah. um, oh, you, you sat in the. There's a communal area like the Falcon, and <laughs> you're you're sat in it, um, and Ramos walks in. With Glad. Glad's with him. Mm -hmm. both, both of them sit down. Challenge mm -hmm. them to a game of... Ramos is sort of... Saba, just like, how do you do? Like whatever it's called. Oh, what's, what's, oh, I'm wrestling. No. Um, not too bad. How is the flight? How yeah. is the flight? It's been an hour. Uh, oh. It's good. Uh, beautiful takeoff. Mm -hmm. Fishing for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> she's hungover. She's like, she's going for whatever she can do you get. Have, um, do you have any questions about the mission at all? I know the briefing was quick. Mm, who sabotaged the plane? What, what's plane? a plane? Ship. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, the ships ship. are forward to the right and to the left in your air Please keep your seatbelts on at all times. <laughs> Uh, the report that we have is, is, is very limited. We know that several members of different areas of the ship all um, mutinied, I suppose. They attacked other members of the ship. Um, and the engineers, one, one of the engineers did uh, cause an explosion within one of their engine compartments that, that took out one of their engines possibly permanently. And the other one is badly, another one is badly damaged at the moment. Uh, they're probably running, uh, capable of sublight travel, but they're They've stopped for repairs. They're they're incapable of hyperspace at the moment. That's mm -hmm. uh, all we really know about that. Mm. So how do you plan to get off the ship after we've left you? No, uh, we will follow uh, normal Imperial protocol and return to Coruscant and debrief the Emperor. What's he like? Uh, you ever seen the underside of a scrotum? Freak. <laughs> 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 they should have called him Darth Syphilis. <laughs> so, Darth sorry, Robot Chicken, you own that joke. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, Darth no, he's just like, uh, you, all, all, we, all we really know about the mission is that this ship um, is supposedly transporting 25 weapons for the Empire. Mm -hmm. What kind of weapons? Uh, we don't really know. Uh, we assume from intel that we've been able to gather on other times that it's advanced blasters maybe some forms of armor um mm -hmm. i don't know sometimes they mess with some darker things but uh we're not entirely sure that is not 
entire we, well this, this information we have gained through the normal methods of spying um, we haven't been told anything about it. the Empire would never reveal such information in a communique these guys freak me out Serious. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm having to maintain it. I don't know how to. I deal. need help. These two, <laughs> these two guys are really serious. Like they like you guys, and they're they're, they're, they're huh, you guys joke around. That's fine. And they're not too worried about you guys joking around because you bounty hunters are assholes, and they normally fuck around a lot, and that fits perfectly for their cover. Mm. They might act badly to you on the ship because they're loyalty officers, but they're in in in, in the cover. But they, yeah, loyalty, these guys. You know, you're talk- they're talking here about going to debrief the emperor himself, <laughs> and it doesn't seem to be phasing them. Mm. Um, these I guys walk- are deep cover. Can I walk in in a bit? Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll say that this conversation takes place over you know af- after the first sort of two hours of flight sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to discuss with them first? How did you get into this job? Oh, um... <laughs> has James <laughs> well, come up my, with um, this? <laughs> Uh, I, my parents were um, were were republic, um, and they defected once the the empire took over. I was very young at the time. Uh, this is all I've ever known. I've worked in fighting against the empire in any form, and when I found this rebellion cell, uh, I've worked in lots of different. Like yourself, I've worked in a lot of different aspects of the rebellion. Um, I found I had a knack for some of the darker parts of it, torture. Um, <laughs> And I also can hold my nerve, so I, I've been I've been undercover. This is the first when you when you saw me at the base. That's the first time I've stepped foot on rebellion soil in four years. I've been within within the empire previously. And what about your pal? Oh, this is Glad. Uh, he doesn't talk much. <laughs> Does he have a tongue? Uh, yeah. He you got a you got a tongue, haven't you, Glad? And he opens his mouth. He's like. Eh. Fuck off. (laughs) He looks at you, he smiles. Just doesn't talk much. Okay, I thought it was going to be one of those, like, I don't have a tongue kind of situations. (laughs) It's like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Talking now. Um. Yeah, fuck it. I'll walk in and be like, right, you'll have been asleep for two hours. Mm -hmm. You've kicked. You're tired. Mm. But you've not. We'll make sure that you're all ready and rested when we get there. But at the moment, you're still tired. Right. It's not true. Boy, sure I'm glad to have had that rest and I'll look at Glad like eh? Eh? He just he stares back at you. Eh? I'll keep Give looking me at him. A fear check. No, <laughs> we'll do what difficulty? Um so fear I think relies on discipline. Yeah. Um and just give me one. It's just a stern look. I just want to play with this. Uh success and two advantages. Okay. Yeah, you're not intimidated by him as well. I'll just keep looking at him like yeah. When that happens, he sort of rolls sort of... his eyes and turns back, and Ramos just turns to you and just goes, your, "Your friend's funny." Um, I want to say whenever that happens, I have like a I bit of a shiver, like a twitch or something. Like it's before. like you know when you get a shiver down your spine, you just kind of move your shoulders a bit. That happens. Like I just get like, Ugh, is that so, is it a weird feeling? I don't know if it's a bit. Do we are we aware of this that you've oh, been yeah, having these can't you? Be. You've been having this, these episodes yeah, it's and been, such. So. It has. When we say it's been an hour, a year and a half that you guys have been working with the rebellion, it's been a year and a half since your injuries. Okay. Tokrin has been blind this entire time. He's getting very good at, at operating in the normal world without appearing blind. You like like we've been we've not made him do anything so yet. Yeah, combat and stuff like that is more difficult because it's happening quickly. At the moment, he's okay. When he's in Imperial, 
in Imperial areas, he wears a visor slash goggles of some sort, mm-hmm. so they can't tell that he's blind, because it makes it more obvious he's a Force user, and you guys don't really want that. You guys have been pretty coy about your Force powers. Tokrin hides his lightsaber on his person sort of thing, and you... This has come up a couple of times, uh, oh, a fair few times. You, you're not scared that often, mm-hmm. but it's come up. Um... Yeah, a fair few times. And yeah, you, you guys are sort of, you know, with his work in biomechanics, you're quite talented in medicine, aren't you, Tokken? Yep, yep. Yeah. He's sort of figured out that you've taken this hit to your head has affected you in this way. Mm-hmm. You're aware of it, to be honest. You don't really care. I that wouldn't. Much. No, it's not. Because like, at the end of the day, what it does is sort of fuck up negotiations sometimes. And you're not hugely bothered by that sort yeah. of stuff. Despite it being one of my better skills. Yeah. Yeah. But you like a fight. Mm-hmm, I do. You're good at it. Doesn't mean you like. Mm. Um, I'll just kind of like eh. uh, when he says, "Are oh, your friends funny?" I'm like, eh, "Thank you." Somebody has a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, glad's in character. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Here's a good, here's a laugh with you. So you guys continue to sort of chat and talk about the mission a little bit. You learn a couple of uh, points. Basically, this this star destroyer is. It's likely that it's not. It's likely that it's not just a basic star destroyer. It probably you know, this is again advanced weapons unit. It's probably got advanced weapons, shields, whatnot. Don't piss it off. Um, it's got. Um, they're transporting twenty-five weapons. Your job is try and find out anything you can about the weapons. Try and figure out what they're transporting, basically, or figure out what happened with the traitors, what's going on, mm-hmm. where they're going, who they're talking to. Any information you can get will be helpful. Don't go out of your way. Don't fuck up. The the loyalty officers will take care of a lot of it. Don't get them fucked. Um, you guys... Uh, yeah. Basically, you, you, it's, 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 it's a couple of days, but it's in and out. And and these guys are just like... You know, you guys have done it on a couple. You've been, you've been on Sardis Royce before. You've spoken to the Imperials. You, you guys will be fine. They all loved me. I'm sure you would. They probably share your brutality. Accurate. Although, I assume a lot of the uh, troopers don't particularly. Yeah, it varies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the the other thing we should probably mention is that, um, with it being an advanced sect of the of the Gal- uh, Galactic Empire, uh, these stormtroopers aren't necessarily going to be you run of the mill, can't shoot for shit stormtroopers. They're and the the officers will be high, high ups. These guys aren't going to be messing around, so don't get caught somewhere where you shouldn't. Or if you do, you know, have a good excuse. I'm great at excuses. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you guys have to take out somebody, this is a uh, ship where they're expecting more traitors. Pin it on someone. Just mm. make it quiet. Welcome to the middle bit. <laughs> I was like, you read my mind. <laughs> to the next bit. That was good. That was like some proper like uh, synchronized. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Podcasting. Aye. See our minds. Our minds. How are you, Henry? Not bad. Good. Yeah, good. Pretty good. Yeah. Good. Good. How, how are you, listeners? Hope you're enjoying mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode Two. It's Episode Two now. Ooh. Yeah. So this is Episode Two and Three. 
Oh yeah, nice. So yeah, there's been some, mm. there's been some good shit so far. We spent so long explaining like our Star Wars <laughs> world and like yep. our characters and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so have, having done the previously's for episode one, yeah. I find it really funny because at the beginning of episode one, James is like, "Oh, just quick character introductions." <laughs> I then skipped twenty five minutes, and you were still introducing your character. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like ah, <laughs> but I think is because I um. I think you guys were quicker, but while I was describing my character, James kept jumping in. Oh, like, yeah. It's, yeah, talking, it was, it was that as well. I'm not saying that you just went no, on no, no, no. But it was just like, oh, yeah, quick character introduction. Let's get straight into it. It's just like a good half an episode later, we finish. <laughs> <laughs> but we are putting up um, sing, like succinct versions of oh, yeah. our character backstories, kind of what stuff we're going to give to you in the... Um, Instagram posts over the oh, next yeah. couple of days, mm-hmm. which we need to write. Yeah, today. James asked about that earlier. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm going to do that I'll do soon, that. I'll and do then you need to write well. or something. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Give you the, the 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 micro story of Talker and Real Dagos mm-hmm. and and Cole. And mm-hmm. Cole. So yeah, yeah. Oh, give them a look. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're 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 really happy with our Instagram stuff. Actually, yeah, James James does the majority of it. We've got to give him pretty much all the credit. Yeah, He's, all the credit he yeah. does all the drawing. I did a little bit on like the first three posts, and then <laughs> I was just like, ah, got, then I got a new phone, and I I'm not even logged in anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. No, James is an absolute star with it, and we're so happy with all the artwork that he does as mm-hmm. well because he does all of it. We yeah, come up with some ideas and whatnot, but he's the brains behind the operation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we last week we also put a little bit of the Clone Wars music in mm-hmm. to do our we call. Did. So, like, please don't sue us, Disney. That, that is that we do not own the rights to that. It is from the Clone Wars, Star Wars Clone Wars show. Um, yeah. Disney and Lucasfilm own that. Probably. Probably. Did Disney own it back then? Was it on the Disney Channel? Or was it? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. Well, no, because they own it now, and there's a new okay, series coming yeah, out. Okay, yeah. So now they, they, they now it, own so. it. If they yeah. don't own it before, they do now. They do now. So yeah, we just use that because we're big fans. Yeah, um, exactly. And because if you like the sound of the music, then you'll like Clone Wars TV show. Even go now. watch it. Honestly, it's Clone, fantastic. Clone. I know you've not finished it yet. I'm, I'm on like season four. But the Clone Wars TV show is everything that the prequels, you know, needed to be. Mm-hmm. It's just, there are bits of it that are cringy as fuck. Like, there's an episode where R2-D2 and C-3PO just go to, like, the droid baths. Oh, yeah. that's a, and, I like that one. That's and, like, like, R2-D2 gets a girlfriend. And it's, like, fucking dumb as fuck. But there are some episodes where, like, it's, like, some of the coolest stuff mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, Force vision fighting between the Emperor mm-hmm. and Yoda. It's and so good. Yoda going and working out how to communicate with Qui Gon Jinn. And mm-hmm. there's the story of Anakin is really good in it as well because it bridges, it sort of gives more of an inclination about how Anakin turned into Vader. And it shows you the true, like, how much he does care about Obi Wan and all that. Like, yeah. yeah. In in the films, it's just like, ah, uh, well, you can. they've been mastering Padawan for a while. Like, yeah. you get that this is sad when they eventually betray each other. Yeah. Well, Anakin betrays him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although, from Anakin's perspective, the Jedi are evil, pretty much. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, it, like, it properly shows, like, how close they are yeah. things like that it's, it's very, very definitely go watch it it's one of the best TV series I've ever watched so. yeah and it's just more Star Wars as well yeah. and who can complain about more Star Nobody. Wars well a lot of people a lot true. of people lot yeah people that can. is true yeah I'm going to take that statement back but we at Let's Try Roleplay can we'll, never get enough <laughs> we'll take never. whatever Star Wars you can throw at us <laughs> so yeah big shout out to Disney that, yeah. not that they need it <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly the next thing I want to talk about was 
the competition that we oh, have yeah. ongoing, which nobody has given us I a correct know. answer for. Ooh. We've got some people trying. and I, was... <laughs> It took me a good 10 minutes to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> like I remember James telling us. But we're going to give, we've decided each middle bit, until someone gets it, we're going to give a clue. Okay. So if, you, if you're new to this, then there is a part in Star Wars Episode 1 that we've mm-hmm. just, that was last day's episode. So what, Sunday's episode? Yes. Where the name of our ship or the code for our ship ends in the letters T I N, and that tin, tin, tin. It's not re- that's not relevant. <laughs> yeah. Tin, the metal tin, is not mm-hmm. particularly relevant. But that those letters mean something. They do. So our clue is: don't worry about all the numbers before that. It's those three letters mm-hmm. mean something. Specifically, the three letters. So, yeah, and that's all we'll give you for now. So mm-hmm. if you manage to work out what those three letters are to do with. And give us what they stand for, mm-hmm. or no, that's a bit. That was a little, maybe a little bit of an extra clue. That maybe that I shouldn't. Uh, maybe edit that out. <laughs> too, <laughs> too close for the price of one. <laughs> but if you manage to work out what those three letters resemble, mm-hmm. then we will make you an exclusive. Let's try roleplay T-shirt we and will. send it to you. The first one ever. Well, Apart we, from the one that James has, and I think Connor, you I've have. got I've got one before we even started record. No, we'd recorded some stuff, but I've mm-hmm. got one that's this like weird green color with let's try roleplay, oh, yeah. really sexy writing, <laughs> yeah, and it's something that. that I cannot wear anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then we've got some with like logos and stuff. James mm-hmm. has got one an everything t shirt, yeah. um, that says I cast fireball on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that t shirt. Um, but we will sort you out a t shirt. If you can work it out, mm-hmm. okay. we will. Okay, good, good. Well, let's let's see who gets it first, and let's hope they're not from like Tibet. Yeah, <laughs> you, just to say, you will need to give us your address, <laughs> like... <laughs> or we can send it to a post office. Oh yeah, you or something. Yeah. We will work something out, but you need to guess it first. So, we also wanted to shout out some nerdy places in Glasgow. This we week. do. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, shout out to Cami from the Warhammer Shop in Glasgow. Because he's a big time listener now. Um, I'm pretty sure he binged through like all everything we released in about a month. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. Uh, I think he's probably caught up by now. Who um, knows? Who knows? I don't know, but yeah, shout out to the Warhammer Shop in Glasgow. I spend a fair amount of time down there. Yeah, you've started um, Warhammer recently. I have. Well, started it re- again. Restarted. Yeah, restarted. I did it when I was young, and I've started again because I enjoy the painting side of it. So mm. yeah. Um, now all he needs to do is find the find our models because mm-hmm. we've got little. Yeah, I I know. James has Ibithanes and Nines, but I think Folmy's model is at my mum's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to... Next time I'm down yeah, in yeah, my yeah. Mom, at my mum's, I'm going to get it and bring it back up. But yeah. Not, even, although we don't use a mat anymore. Yeah. But there might be, a, you know, every now and then we might we might throw out a map again. Yeah. If, if it, if there it might be the occasional time that is necessary. When we, when we get big into the Twitch streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next step for LTRP. <laughs> But yeah, so Warhammer, I've not been in. I'm not a massive Warhammer person. I know that uh, Robin's looking into reading some of the books. Yeah, she's got one of the... I bought one of the books ages ago, and I was just like, oh. It was, I bought the first book of the Horus Heresy, which is kind of the big background thing for yeah, Warhammer yeah. 40,000. Um, and I, because I couldn't find my copy of it, and I just sent it to Robin's house because she said she was interested. Yeah. One day she'll read it. I don't know when. Oh, she's got many things she needs to read. Yep, she has. <laughs> Including... The Dungeon Master's Guide, because mm-hmm. she's going to be doing a campaign for us soon. Someday. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Before Easter. It's going to be recorded first before Easter, and then I don't know when it will Yeah, sort of like early summer. Yeah. Late, late May, June. Maybe. Something like yeah. that. 
think that's in our in our mm. that's our plan anyway. I, be- I believe we're starting to record D and D season two soon, aren't we? We well, are yeah, in a few weeks. Well, it's gonna be like so. James finishes with his busy period, mm-hmm. uh, sort of Valentine's Day ish mm-hmm. that week anyway. So when's that? A couple of weeks away. So yep. maybe the following week. Cool. Yeah, it's not going to come out for a while longer. But yeah, maybe uh, autumn. Yeah, maybe autumn time. But we're going to start recording it, which I'm looking forward to. Slash dreading because I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. A lot of NPCs to make. Yeah. So we also have. Um, Another shop we want to shout out. We do. We want to shout out West End Games mm-hmm. because they fuel pretty much all things LTRP. All of like our game mats that mm-hmm. we've got, we've got a lot of dice from them. Yes. Um, I know that at least some of the rule books that we've bought have been from... Um, two of them, three of them. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. James has got some stuff from there he as well. He does, yeah. We've got a poster up in I their think, shop yeah, window, yeah, we do. which is currently soaking wet is because it? of the condensation. So we ah. need to hand in a new laminated <laughs> one. Fair enough. But every time we go in, they're just so fucking lovely. They like, are really nice. They're really nice guys i know and they do they, they've got D groups mm-hmm. um that got, I, I can't remember what night it is they i think play. It's, they play on wednesday nights and they play on i think saturdays yeah mm. so there's groups that are there all the time so if you're looking to get if you're just thinking these guys at ltrp have so much fun playing D mm-hmm. and i want to get into that they've inspired shit. you yeah exactly um then maybe have a look into west end mm-hmm. games i don't know if there's waiting lists and stuff for groups but honestly there's fucking hundreds mm-hmm. of loads groups. of people down there yeah. yeah you'll be able to find someone to give you a start exactly and give it you know give it a google there's loads of groups and they're playing all sort of different pubs all mm-hmm. over the place so go for that mm. if you want to play um and, and if you're in glasgow and if you're not in glasgow then it's going to be the exact same because, there'll be somewhere because yeah. D is now trendy it is don't get it but i so yeah west end games and the warhammer 40k shop Mm -hmm. well warhammer shop they do various different as you can see i am an expert Mm -hmm. in all things Warhammer. (laughs) but yeah the 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 studio just has various different little models of oh yeah uh, it's just lying everywhere yeah and it's pretty cool it's pretty cool there's little little ornaments Mm -hmm. but um yeah, we also want to give a very quick shout out to Social Bite mm-hmm. this week. Um, I found where their cafe is in Glasgow recently. Oh, really? It's I'd near never Central. seen it. Yeah, no, I, I just I I walked past it all the time and I only realised like that it was what it is yeah. like last week. Oh, that's all. I've I've not seen it. Yeah, seen it. yeah it's uh, just by near Central Station. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a shop where you go in, you eat, you eat your lunch, and then you can put some money forward um, to mm-hmm. buy a homeless person lunch, yeah. and they can come in and use some of that money that's been donated to mm-hmm. get themselves some lunch. And it's just a really nice idea. It's lovely. Um, and they 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 organise um, support for homeless people, um, and the aim in the next sort of ten years is to get all homeless people off the street in mm-hmm. um, Scotland. And to then give them this wraparound package of support where yeah. they get them accommodation, they get them onto a program that helps them look for jobs. They don't just put them in a, you know, it's not just four walls. It's going to be a thing with furniture. It's mm-hmm. going to be this wraparound support thing. that they Get them a start about. that they need and the help Exactly, they need. exactly. Because I think it's all too easy to come off the street into something that's too basic mm-hmm. to then really actually yeah. kick off. And then you need to go out and you know earn money in whatever way that is which can sometimes lead to you know shop looting and stuff and then yeah. you go to prison and it's just that vicious circle so if we nip it in the bud and um, mm-hmm. give them the, the proper start then they've you know it gives them the chance yeah which is it amazing does. and it's a very very good cause that ending homelessness in scotland is possible so yeah no absolutely we're gonna as the social bite in particular are gonna try 
Yeah, no, absolutely. No, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And we at LTRP are going to help them mm. because you're going to go along to that shop and eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Go eat a sandwich. That is your job. That's the <laughs> mid-bit challenge this week. <laughs> <laughs> mid-bit challenge is we eat a, a sandwich from the social bite shop. Do it. If you're from Glasgow. If not, then... probably a, There's probably equivalents in other, else, yeah, elsewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Or just when you're going and buying your Tesco meal deal or mm-hmm. your walmart meal deal is that a thing for america our american market i don't I've, know <laughs> is what do walmart i've been food? i've been to a walmart yeah i've been to a walmart before but it's kind of a black hole of probably repressed memories <laughs> <laughs> go and buy a walmart meal deal yeah. or a tesco meal deal and get another one mm-hmm. buy two yeah spend another couple of quid and give one to a homeless person mm-hmm. that's your midbit challenge yeah and anyway shall we let these guys go back we shall they'll be doing stuff probably on a starship i think so yeah no i I almost maybe it depends when i cut the episode i'm about to do it now (laughs) but there is gonna be some stars and some wars Mm -hmm. and some characters that we've made Mm -hmm. and some characters that james made (laughs) absolutely (laughs) we are dragging this out we will let these guys go back to the episode bye 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 enjoy love you too henry and listeners Right, so you guys, this are you guys going to rest for the rest of the yeah. sort of thing? I was just thinking, like, Umar's new thing is he's, like, if someone annoys him, he's going to punch him. Like, he was a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Well, exactly. You're welcome. I mean, you, you've got two of the guys with them, with you, who say these guys are traitors and everyone believes them. Yeah. <laughs> no one questions the loyalty officer, even those yeah. on higher ranks than them, because their ranks don't really mm-hmm. apply to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys rest for the rest of the the... Uh, journey journey yeah do want, can we do, do a little bit of talk and stuff yeah what do you want to do I want to start window um <laughs> no 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 it's, this is going to be Tokrin saying something and Jane going <laughs> <laughs> no I don't say t- uh, you need to turn to chapter 12 of the Tokrin backstory no, no, I don't no. know why I'm doing this Listen. accent <laughs> You're doing like a weird version of mine. I, know. <laughs> I, I mimic accents. Yeah. I can mimic them really well. I just can't do it on right, my okay. own. Okay, we, well, yeah, uh, we, 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 we come into talk, uh, come into Tokrin. Um, oh. We, we see, we see Tokrin. He's in the engineering um, part of the ship, using a tool to sort of maintaining the ship. He's maintaining the engine um, as it's in hyperspace. Okay, uh, I, <clears throat> so maybe Tokrin's coming up. He's going to go and have a rest, and he maybe. You know, reaches his arm up out to try and turn the light on, um, and maybe he overshoots the light a little bit and like touches the wall, and you can tell that he's kind of getting tired, and that his it's, it's, his seeing's not as good. He's not connecting with the force yeah, quite yeah. so well. At the I moment. love that he's got the light on at all. That's true. Or he's going to turn the fan on or something. Um, <laughs> And he goes in, and he he goes and sits over by a desk or something where he's got um some scrap bits of metal yeah, yeah. that he's been sitting working on, and then he starts to fiddle about with them a bit, trying to, you know, trying to connect them together and whatnot. And he's you can yeah. see that he's 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 trying to hold holds them up to his eye uh, and sort of like plays around with them a bit, but you can tell he can't quite work it out. He's, they're not quite fitting together quite right. Uh, so he's been trying to build some. Bi- he's trying to build bi- another yeah. bionic eye. Um, so we have a list of the sort of components that you gen you 
sort of have to achieve basically fine to be cured of your blindness yeah I have them written down somewhere um, since we've been releasing one of my favourite things is how we always sing things <laughs> I know I have them written down somewhere <laughs> oh here we go yes yes they are <laughs> Right. In my notebook. <laughs> what you got for us, James? You have, at the moment, you have the micro camera. Yep. So the components are micro camera, electrode array, retinal grid, implant coil, and video processing coil. This right. is based partly off Star Wars sounding shit and also partly off a real bionic eye that is being built. Um, <laughs> you have the micro camera. Um, you have, like, the implant mm. coil, the thing that would allow you to put it into your eye because yeah. you've already had one of these. Um, okay. And you have, like, you know, uh, the electrode array. The two things you are missing is the retinal grid and the video processing unit. Okay. The bit basically that kind of tells your brain what you're seeing, and the bit that actually processes the visual input of the camera and turns it into something your brain can actually think Interpret, about. Yeah. Those things are really difficult to come by. Not even the rebellion's been able to get you get their hands on one for you. Yeah. Um, it's been a year and a half, and you've been trying to get hold of this sort of stuff you've also been spending that time trying to modify uh, re-repair the socket that is kind of left from the yeah. you were hit in the face by a lightsaber um, but from this uh, inquisitor you, it's badly badly damaged and you are trying you, you, you've, you've basically got it to the point where the socket will now accept the eye yep. and you just need two more components and it's complete Okay. you've been working on this a long time and using scrap to rebuild your eye effectively but you're finally getting there okay so I, I think he'd, you know, maybe he sets out it for like 10 minutes or something and then sort of saying, no, you know what, I'm too tired. Yeah. Um, and he goes and sort of lies down and maybe has a think for a little bit and then his thoughts just drift off into into sleep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Tokran falls asleep. He starts to dream. Okay. Dun, you dun, are dun. sat in your workshop at the... Jedi Temple of Coruscant. Mm-hmm. You're, you've been working on a new type, you know, you've been modifying a, a blaster for one of the clones. Yeah. Um, it's you're, you're working on a new new way of basically giving it more impact when it fires. Um, and maybe you've been toying around with a couple of things they didn't ask you to do. You haven't been working on the chips for the clones in years. Uh, no, sorry, not years. The clone was only several years, but months, months and months. You've been on the front line a little bit, but have come back. You were kind of... You remember that you were removed from the project. Someone high up in the Empire was taking over. Republic. Republic. Someone high up in the Republic, thank you, yeah, was taking over. You're sat working on this work, and then upstairs you hear blaster blaster firing. um, A couple of explosions. And there's shouting and screaming, and you can hear the sound of lightsabers. Um, then you wake up. Um, does he wake up in a a sweat? Is it like a yeah? You wake up in a sweat. You no wakes up perfectly refreshed and <laughs> ready for his day. It's oh. weird. So you you the last thing you see in your dream is you running to the door. Yeah. And as you wake up, it's almost as you th- as you throw yourself up in your bed. You the movement almost matches what you were doing in uh, the forward momentum. And as you. I don't know, you don't open your eyes really because you've got bandages over them currently, but the vision sort of just fades to black and your return to the world that you currently experience of darkness. Yeah, yeah. so 
you've woken up, um, and weirdly there's a beeping going on the um, on the side of your bed. You can hear the beeping, and you know it's from the communique from the cockpit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. There's a small button there that you can press to accept. So it was like it's like a room. beep 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 beep, and you know someone's trying to get hold of you from your cop from the cockpit. Can we say that like uh-huh. so wait, when he. So when he wakes up, when he uh, first like lurches up and mm-hmm. um, maybe forces his lightsaber from across the room, yeah. it comes like yeah. comes into his hand and he ignites it, yeah. and then sits there for a second. And through like just under the hum of the lightsaber, he can hear a sort of beeping sound. Yeah, and, he'll and then you recognise this. Off and... Probably what woke what woke you up actually. It's relatively loud, like an alarm going off. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a so bedside he... alarm, not a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sort of rubs his eyes a bit and accepts the call. Yeah. Hey, uh, master! Um, we are now approaching our destination. Um, I think the others are convening in the cockpit. Say, so it's, it's a yeah, mm, yep, cool, cool. Ah, cool, yes. Yep. Have we got a mission? Ask, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ask the other guys. They, they, they might be able to tell you. Ah, last master Omar. Yes. <laughs> disappears. Well, he doesn't disappear. His voice ceases. Um, you get up. Yep, if we're approaching, I'll probably get my gear on. So, yeah, you you all gear up. What have you, you got on you? What's your, what's your natural carry? What? What? What's what do you that? normally carry? Is your weapon, your armour, what, what are you wearing? Probably just got everything on. For the listeners who can't read your character sheet, oh, would you like sorry. to describe what sorry, you have on? sorry, sorry. <laughs> I can't find where it says. I think I've got armor, quite a lot of stuff. Armored you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Luna has got on heavy battle armor. Yep. Um, she has a blaster rifle that has a shit ton of modifications on it that are pretty damn cool. Yep. Um, I got a jetpack. That also pretty cool. I had a grenade launcher, but that no, got that was taken away from me. By, <clears throat> by God. Took right. it away. No reason. No reason whatsoever. So, yeah. Basically, we have our for what if I can call what I do art um, the for these characters they look pretty damn similar they wear what the these sort of things they wear the that sort of looking armour mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we're kind of going with um, you guys don't wear helmets do you? yeah um, I, I you sometimes do a bit difficulty with it yeah like I, with the tails yeah that's the thing I don't, would be, I don't know maybe he wants a face his foe I think maybe I have like a bit of a face mask, but I don't wear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just because, uh, partially because I don't like it, and partially because probably half of it's caved in. Yeah, yeah. You wear Tokren. You wear like that armor. Yep. And it it looks relatively bounty hunter bounty hunter esque. Yeah. The times of like I know that in some of the Clone Wars and stuff that the Jedi do wear armor and all that sort of weird stuff. And in the Old Republic, the Jedi wear armor very similar to what you're wearing now. Yeah. It wasn't a custom for Jedi during the Clone Wars really to wear battle armor. You're wearing like pretty, you armored robes. Yeah. It's you don't look like a Jedi. You look like an old wise man. Yeah. Um, and just you use so much tech, and you handle yourself relatively well with a blaster. Uh-huh. Ish. The rules yeah. won't allow us you to, but you do. Yeah. Um. People don't really suspect. And you wear goggles. You look a bit like a mad scientist, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And Luna, you wear full battle armor, and you have with you your Damn trusty. Yeah. You're taking sniper rifle, I assume. Oh yeah. Cool. You guys have some other stuff that we'll bring up. Mm-hmm. You, know, think you guys have like got, some vibrax. Yeah, I've got my heavy battle armor, and yep. then I'm carrying vibrax on my back, and uh, each of my hips is a set of gauntlets. 
Yes, oh. yes. Okay. So you have. Do you want to explain? Um, yes, yeah, so I've got a big guy. Got a big ass vibro axe. Just a big, big fucking axe, basically. Yep. And then I've also got a pair of refined cortosis gauntlets that I uh, acquired from a certain vault that um, shall not be named. Shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, and he who owned it shall not be named because I hot. killed him. Yeah. Um, and basically, they are. I wasn't really sure what they were at the time, but they come in handy once or twice in that they have um, some refined cortosis in them. Yeah which is um, one of the only materials resistant to lightsaber attacks. Mm-hmm. So when I'm using them, um, basically I... To do on certain rolls of like getting enough advantages or getting crits, I if I'm fighting someone with a lightsaber, I essentially can use these gauntlets to deactivate the lightsaber. So normal cortosis is just resistant to lightsaber. You have an incredibly rare item that you stole from this hut. Mm-hmm. Like, it must have cost him a head... Mm-hmm. Um, to get which is funny because I took his head or an arm and a leg which yeah. is probably why he's like the sluggy thing yeah um, but he, he one three one arm and one leg for yeah each it would have been incredibly it's incredibly valuable because it's refined cortosis yeah it can turn off it, in special circumstances it can turn off lightsabers uh, I kind of always imagine it as like if I get the chance I slam my hand onto the um all the opening the blade comes from and it just kind of crushes and like stops it from going out and short circuits yeah. it for a yeah. second you can yeah, short out a lightsaber, yeah. effectively, which is pretty cool. Tokrin, you carry your. Is that what you, you're taking that stuff with you? Yeah, yeah, I got axe on my back, stuff on my sides, and I'm also carrying like. Um, I've got like a couple. You each have. I don't know if we've got this in the actual thing. You each like have a... five stim packs on you, which is the help. Mm, he, he do you have that? And I've also got like a set of binders. Um, yep, and cool. a comlink, like a handheld yeah. comlink. Each of you have a comlink yeah, as well. Yeah, stuff like that. I don't think we put that on your character sheet, Luna, but you have a comlink, no. some stim packs. Um, yeah. I also have a vibro knife in case things get close Ooh. combat. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Token has, Token has his lightsaber, um, but to the untrained eye, it doesn't really look much like a lightsaber because it's a lot longer. It might be, you know not twice as long but one and a half times as long as a normal lightsaber hilt yes and it's sort of so it's an extended modified hilt. and it's got like you can see in the picture it looks a bit like that so yeah. it doesn't really look much like a lightsaber so it's the kind of thing that you might look at and think what the hell is that and it uses some sort of like vibro dagger or something that is what people would just look at it and think that it is no one really ever sees it this is something you're particularly paranoid about yes um, it's hidden underneath your so you have armoured robes on armour and then yep. some sort of really sort of ripped up kind of robes yeah um, all over the place and you've got your lightsaber hidden underneath your robes maybe, maybe like because it's one and a half times the size like it disconnects in half so you can like attach it to your the small of your back sort yep. of thing um, but people very rarely see it and yeah. like you say if they did probably wouldn't recognise what it is yeah um, but you, what do you normally what do you carry as sort of your visible weapon so it'd be a heavy heavy, heavy blaster pistol and then Tokrin's also got some of his um, Tokrin modified uh, stun grenades or grenades um, which he can use which some things that he kind of designed himself to have like a couple of extra benefits to them um, right so that's because like, a big thing about Tolkien's character is he likes to modify his own weapons. Fantastic, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you built some of your own, didn't you? Like the stun grenades and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And if things like his comlink is built into his mechanical yeah. arm and things like that. So you guys are all sort of getting ready. You, you've got about 10 minutes, you know, you're getting ready about 10 minutes before you're about to drop out, of, you need to drop out of hyperspace. You see that the lieutenants are getting ready into 
they've got because they went to sleep. They are, they've got ready into their full imperial uniforms. It's yep. a bit weird um, seeing them in that way. Um, Glad seems to fit his creepily well, <laughs> um, and they both have just blasters on their yeah. side, small hand hand like pistol blasters, effectively. Yeah. Blaster pistols, and they um, they seem ready. Um, when um, Tokrin walks in from um, waking up, I'll say, I'm, I'm glad you could join us. Oh, you I'll look at Glad like, <laughs> no. laugh. just laugh, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he, he, he just looks at you again. It's like, Jesus Christ. Look, I can only do this for like another 10 minutes. Just please give me he this one. He rolls his eyes. I'll and take that. Roman was just like, these are all very good. We have heard them before, but they're very good. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, don't do this on the ship because I'd hate to have to see him shoot you. I wouldn't. I'm just doing it now. If I get it out now, I won't need to do it later. Very good. I, I just want I walk past uh, Uma at the same time and tap him on the shoulder and say, nah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But they, um, yeah, so from, from this point, you who's going to go into the cockpit? Luna? Oh, you're, yeah. in, you're in there and. All up in there. I'll be Tokrin like, Uma, which I'll, one do be, you go in? I'll be by the door, like I won't be in. Okay, and Tokrin yeah, sits Tokrin down in the co-pilot yeah. seat. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. I'm allowed nowhere near the controls of this thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, yeah. No, and then, I have a gun. <laughs> no. Uh, Woody is, yeah, so WD-40, his nickname is Woody. I don't know if we actually explicitly yeah. said that, but it is. Yeah. He is sat there sort of fiddling with some, uh, a port, probably aiding with some sort of, some of the hyperspace stuff to really shut it off. And you guys drop out of hyperspace. You've used a modified route to get to where you need to be in deep space. You're not really following a hyperspace route as much as... Well, you were, and then you deviated the same way that they had because of their accident. You drop out of hyperspace and see a Star Destroyer in front of you. Hello. I would say it looks like it's listing, but space doesn't really have that direction. It's sort of the way that you're coming up to it. It's almost like it's slightly on its side. Mm-hmm. The You know because these, the lieutenants, uh, Raymond and, uh, Raymond has explained to you, the scout um, has disappeared as soon as you... Got, they contacted the scout on the way, with encrypted, file, uh, encrypted messages, to say, piss off, basically. Because they don't want to risk the Empire figuring out there's a scout there, yeah. whilst these guys are trying to do sneaky mm-hmm. stuff. So the scout's gone. There is a large fire at the back of the Star Destroyer. And there is smoke billowing out into space. If you mention the fact that there can't be a fire in space, no, it's not kicking the dick. This is Star Star Wars. Wars. This is Star Wars. There's noise in space. This is Star Wars space. (laughs) Yeah, and we're playing the whole there is noise in space Star Wars Mm -hmm. thing because I like that. Um, (laughs) More fun. There is also a fire at the front of the ship. And just off the bridge, one of those big circular port things, that is also on fire. Okay. Um, and we we can we can all see this. Yeah, Maybe you can all see this. Eyes. Um, um, can I? Is there anything mechanicy I can tell about where these would be coming from and where you know what inside the ship could be causing this? You. It doesn't see. Give me a mechanical roll. Give me. It's a Star Destroyer. You're not particularly familiar with them. They're modified from the Republic ships used to be on, but yeah. give me a difficulty of wait. Uh, I have a difficulty chart. Give me three. It's hard. You you still like space miles out. Yeah. I got four successes, one failure. So three successes, 
but three disadvantages. Okay, the fire at the back, that looks like the engine. That makes sense. This is what you've been told about. That yep. makes sense. The fire at the top, that's a communications array style thing. The big, yep. I don't know if they are, but the big circles, they're communications array. Okay. You've got no idea. You can get access into them, but... Um, for repairs and things like that, but you have no idea why there would have been damage to it. Yeah. And it's not being reported. The fire at the front of the ship is extensive. It takes out, like, the front quarter of the ship. Okay. And it's weird, because there's not really a huge amount up there. Like, the decks that people usually have access to don't extend to this point of the of the ship, really. This is more... I don't know, like... Um, it doesn't make sense why there would be a fire there. Is it more like okay. systems and not things systems that are manned? Systems and things, it's exactly, like yeah. Like droid the stuff and... there. And, and people do go in there, but it's like arrays and yeah. information and stuff like that. You, and some storage. You're, there's a good good roll. So I'll say this looks like explosion damage from okay. the inside. Does it... Does it... Can Possible I tell whether this would be more likely to be something that's gone wrong or something that someone might have started? It doesn't look like someone has attacked it from the outside. Okay, but I can't tell whether it was something You could. No, you're, from... you're looking at this shit miles away. Yeah, okay. It's like looking at a car with a flat tyre and trying to tell what caused it. Yeah. That you, if there's a nail sticking out of it, you could tell, but you, you don't know that much. Yeah. Right, so I turn to the guys and say... Um, to know for an advanced weapon system ship, it doesn't really seem to be keeping too well. Mm. Was that? <laughs> was that glad? I agree. <laughs> was it glad that went? Mm. Oh, is this the mission? <laughs> yes, this is the mission. <laughs> you press a button, he just he fucks up. <laughs> should, we, should we tell him to just be quiet while we are here? Roman sort of pokes his head through the door and just goes. He's like, he looks a bit concerned, like. Okay, we haven't heard is, anything about this. Is this what we were expecting? <clears throat> well, we were expecting damage, but not on this scale. This... Can I... See, it, it, it's on fire. <laughs> Can hmm? I radio or try to contact the Star Destroyer to ask if so you can that? So you, you, you asked to do that, and Roman says, I think it's best that I take over the, the in charge of the comms, because they're expecting the loyalty officer to make communications, because they expect the highest-ranking Imperial officer to be talking, and that's not you. Yeah. So he's... Because you remember the Admiral said... Loyalty officers have been in charge of communications. He, he, he sort of comes into the cockpit a little bit and leans over your shoulder and just presses a button and goes, uh, Star Destroyer, this is... Um, gives him, a, gives him a, the Star Destroyer's designation and he says, uh, this is YT-2400-673244 TIN. Uh, we have two loyalty officers on board and bounty hunters for transport of traitors. And then you hear back, nothing. It's just like, hmm, and he repeats that. Once yeah. and then twice, and you don't get anything back. And he's just like, "Do you think we could get in a bit closer and survey the damage?" Maybe you have the. He looks wrong... at you when he asks that. Maybe you have the wrong number. <laughs> it's not, it's not really a, a number style thing. I don't know how it works. I'm just trying to help. And then uh, Glad like puts his hand on your shoulder and just looks at you and just shakes your head. Oh, shut up, Glad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I. If we maybe get a little bit closer, we might be able to. Uh, maybe it'll give us a little bit more information, but I. Uh, it gives us a little, even maybe a little bit more of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If it's this damaged. Yeah. So I. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it looks like their communications array has been damaged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which I think, I think might work should... to our advantage. Yeah, I think if we can get a bit, uh, a bit closer in, maybe we can use some 
uh, less, less shorter range communications. Maybe they could still got them up. Oh, I don't like this. You gotta have you say it properly. Say it Star say Wars. Say it properly. What? Come say on. Come on. What? What? How do you say what? it? Every movie. What? What? What, 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 kind, what kind of you've feeling do you have? I've got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. That's I... gonna be two episodes in a row we've done that now. So I'm gonna fuck with you here. And I'd like to ask Woody to find out where the nearest planet is and preemptively plot some hyperspace plots towards there in case we need to get out very fast. In case this yeah, you, you, guys, you guys can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. he, he, okay. he, he plots your um, plots. Plots. He starts making the calculations. So do you take the ship in closer? Yes. It's in case we have to get a. No, I actually it agree a, with you. It was yeah. a good plan. That's good. It is fucking a good plan. rubbish. Yeah, it's yes, like, I go in closer. It's, um, R- Roman's. Uh, he lets you do it, but he's like, like if we, if we don't need to jump out, I, I prefer that we didn't. This is too high an opportunity, and at the end of the day, we they know that the two of us are coming. We'd hate to blow our cover. Um, but uh, it's, it's not the worst idea. I see. We go in. Let's get closer and see okay, so you, you, it, you, I'm happy to... You bring the ship in. The fires look like like what you saw. Now you guys can tell. This looks like explosive damage. There is actually a little bit of debris floating around the um, Star Destroyer, which tells you that it looks like this happened since it stopped. Some of this damage has happened yep. You know, since it, it post the fire at the engine damage. Yep possible that, that more traitors have occurred you know Romans sort of puts forward you know maybe they've had more traitors uh, more members of the crew of mutinied I mean this is you know if we can get these guys back to the rebellion we can try and debrief them see if any of them are willing to turn yeah mm. um, something tells me they would be willing hmm? something tells me they would be willing mm. and why something they tells just me have... there might be something more to this yeah. why wouldn't they just have escaped you guys sort of fly over the sort of front of the ship and then round the back of the communique and then you come back and you get a good view of the engine it is like they said you know the Star just got those big three engines mm-hmm. at the back the, the left one is gone yeah. it looks gone uh, the middle one looks like it, it's off the other one seems to still be running but the it's, it's glowing blue but the ship's not moving mm-hmm. the middle one looks like it's just off Okay. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Outside doesn't look like there's much damage, but you sus- you know that it's been damaged somehow because that was in the communique. Um, you bring the ship round to come and have a look at the front uh, part of the ship again, a little bit closer from the other side. You're now coming round, so you've flown around the unaffected side of the front ship, yep. to the ship, and now you're coming round to the affected side. At which part, um, Barney appears in front of you. And goes, ah, masters, um, um, oh, what was it? Give me a moment, and he disappears. And he comes back. Masters! Um, uh, I'm feeling weird. <laughs> and then he disappears. And then all the lights in the ship go off. Bloody hell. And then Woody turns off. And then your arm stops moving. And goes limp next to your side. And the ship rocks. And right. then... It's... You feel the ship moving towards the Star Destroyer. No. Cut. No, go on. Do you want to try anything? So the ship's dead. The ship's... It's been hit by an EMP. Yeah, figured. Yeah. Or, not necessarily, actually. 
You get someone. Get everyone, give me a mechanical roll, mechanics check. Guys, sit down. What's the difficulty? Is there? Um. Ooh, give me a, a four. Right. We're all right. This is a really difficult. We're gonna need to. Well, yeah, we're gonna need turns. to. Unless can I you can give get us one. help? Can I get way? a purple dice? Talk and someone can give help, but they can't do their own check. Right, I'm gonna give but you do help. You guys, do you guys want to give me help then? Yeah. Giving help in this game, you give a boost die. Yeah, I'll give you right, help yeah. as well. Do you want to both give me a boost die? <coughs> yeah. 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 So okay. this is kind of like you putting out, the, you're sort of like thinking yeah, about it, and these two are sort of talking about what they think it's it might be, and it kind of helps you a little bit. You know, if you just turn it off and on again, what? it might help. <laughs> are those, mm -hmm. are those the yeah, boost yeah, yeah, happy, happy. Cool. Talking, flip that switch. Uh, one, two. Uh, okay, so I've got two successes and two disadvantages. Okay. Um, I'd say to talk, talk. No, two successes. This feels. Like, we'll ignore the disadvantages. They don't cool. really work here. This feels like a tractor beam. Mm -hmm. It feels like. Yeah, it's weird. So the, the ship rocking, or it rocks to, when it rocked, it didn't rock away from the um, Star Trek, it rocked towards it and yeah. then started moving. This feels like you've been hit by a, uh, uh, you're being pulled in by a tractor beam. Yep. And you can see that you guys are moving towards the, I believe it's the left hangar of the ship. I have uh, diagrams to uh, aid yeah. me in the ship because I drew out a map of it. Cool. You're moving towards the left hangar. It feels like less like you've been hit by an EMP rather than this, this tractor beam has some sort of EMP technology within it. And okay. whilst it's affecting you, it's shutting down everything mechanical on the ship. Okay. Is there any way, so to, with that role, can I work out whether there's anything I can do to sort of stabilise the ship in case we need to get a, make a break? You don't it? even know how you would get your arm to start working again. Okay. And um, Roman just goes, uh, just like, just hold off on a second, you know. They know we're coming. The, yeah, just, When we walk out, no weapons. Let's, let's not let's not let's not assume that they think this this might just be the fact that we haven't immediately come into land that they are trapped to be missing. I'll um sigh and put my Vibrax away. <laughs> Fine. Um I mean be ready, but just let's not let's not panic. Okay, you guys are coming into the right hand you're you're coming into the right hangar of the of the Star Destroyer. Can I hide a couple of stun grenades? Where? How do you mean? Do you mean Save on your balls. person? No, 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 no. He means no weapons drawn. <laughs> oh, right, Good bounty okay. hunters, oh. you're going to have weapons. Yeah, like, all right, okay, no, um, fair. Yeah. <laughs> walk out with stun grenades. I will use them. Don't walk out with your Vibrax in hand, have yeah. it on your back, don't, you know, this sort of thing. He, he, he's mm. more concerned about you guys. And he said, like, like let, us do, the talk. let like. us talk. do the talking, we'll walk out first. Yeah, fine. Okay, that works for me. Okay, yep. So the ship comes into the right-hand the right hand side hangar. And set, set, sets down. It's quite bumpy, actually. It's weird. Like tra you've you've experienced tractor beams before. It's not that uncommon for you guys to get tractor beam by the Empire. Yep. They're dicks. No like courtesy. But they are no boundaries. <laughs> yeah, no boundaries. They'll just tractor beam you tractor beam left anything. and right and center. And just, yeah. Fine. We'll come to your ship. <laughs> we were going to. <laughs> Would be nice I like to, to, be imagine, I like to imagine I'm having this run as we're being tractor beamed through like the entrance into the yeah. into the hangar. I'm like, 
course they just fuck this fucking you, you empire. You guys once worked with an imperial who tracked to being you. You you had to go back and forth between him, his ship, and your and this place you were smuggling places. And every time you came back, he knew your ship, and he still tracked to beamed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys you guys land in, and and it sets down. And you guys are all because you haven't had a pilot at all. You guys all stood ready on the ramp. Yep. And then all the lights come back on. Your arm goes. And yeah. like literally, like jerks itself back up as you yeah. like okay. regain control of it. Um, you hear back in the cockpit, and you can hear the droid Woody starting yeah. to come through. Okay. The sh- lights on the ship are back on, and so uh, what's his name? Raymond Rav? Have I been calling him Raymond? Yeah, yeah. it's not Ramos. Ramos. Fuck him. I was going to Raymond. To be fair, his name is Raymond Ramos. Ah. Which is like something yeah, that I've sense. just decided. Yeah. Um, but Ramos uh, presses the button on the side, and the ramp starts to go down. Yeah, just 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 as he does that, I'll under my breath. Like, I'm sure glad that's over. Yeah, no fair. Oh. He hears it. <laughs> oh no, I'm standing next to him. And he goes, "Come on, man, we're on the ship." <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't talk very much. I have a really bad testicular problem. <laughs> um, no, he just. Rolls his eyes again. And you, basically, the two. That's down. my head cannon, though. That's I, how he talks. I will wear him down. Oh, can you imagine, though? It's like, tell me what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, stop. <laughs> tell me anything. Or I'll do this to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If someone was interrogating me with that voice, I'd be fucking scared. Yeah. Uh, I'd be like, like what, what happened to you? Ha ha, goofy. Get the pliers. <laughs> 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 Oh god! Anyway, so I'll show you a steamboat. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll feed you the plural. <laughs> okay. Oh Jesus Christ! It's made so much worse by the fact that your impression is actually really good. <laughs> right. So the 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 ramp goes down, and Ramos just goes. You guys just just wait here for a second, and then him, he and Glad walk down. <laughs> they go and go. Uh, guys, um, it's like a long silence. He goes, uh, guys, do you want to just come out? Yeah, uh, will stroll down. Uh, I'll walk down with Tokrin. And yeah. so I shout out into the hangar, uh, quite the welcome. It is completely empty, apart from three destroyed TIE fighters that look like there was a, f- they... Looked like they exploded. There was some sort of explosion that cast them aside. Yeah. There are no other ships in his hangar. Are they still like sparking? Uh, can I tell how recent this was by the burn mark? <sighs> Days old. Okay. Days on. old. The fire seems to have gone out on them. Yep. Um, it's not as you know. These are small. It's not as large as these outside fires that might continue going for a while. But these, yeah, it's a couple of couple of three three days old sort of thing. There's no other ships in here at all. Yeah. Um, at which point. All of the lights in the Star Destroyer go off in the hangar and everything goes black. And then the room is filled with red light, like sort of emergency lighting goes on. Yeah, okay. And you know the force field that they have uh, next to the, that over the hangar? Yeah. It goes and goes off. Right. And then it comes back on and then the blast doors fire shut. Like those massive big black door, big metal doors go, yeah, slam shut. 
And as they're just about to go, the blue light goes off again. And all of you are sucked, like the ship itself gets pulled 20 meters. It slides on its skid, so it's okay. But you all tumble over as the vacuum almost pulls you out of the back. Okay. And then you're left in this room with this red light on. And it's massive, this hangar. And you guys just sort of look at each other, look at each other and like, you're a little bit confused, but before any of you have a chance to sort of say anything to each other, one of the doors at the sort of middle, so you guys are say, if you think of this as a room, behind you is the now closed blast doors out to space. Yep. In front of you is a big long wall. This yep. thing is a big rectangle. Cool. You're on the right hand side of this rectangle. In the middle, there's several doors yep. going out, but in the middle, one of the doors opens and four stormtroopers run out. And they are running full pelt towards you. And the light is red, so their armor almost looks pink. Yeah. White and red. Looks sort of pinkish in the in sort of thing. Until you they get a bit closer and you realize that actually their armor is mostly red. Yeah. And it's not painted that way. It's painted with something. Yeah. But it's not cool. Yeah. And you hear one of them shout, Kill them, take the ship, we have to get out of here. And then one of them opens fire on you.